Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about the top five mistakes runners make that cause ugly toenails. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. So which is better, clear, healthy toenails or thick, yellow, black, and blue or missing toenails? Running can be hard on the feet. We all know that lots of runners bash their toes, but neglected tootsies can lead to discolored toenails and even lost toenails if you're not careful. And although it's not glamorous, today we're going to talk about the top five mistakes I see runners make that lead to funky-looking toenails. The first thing that runners do that is often wrong is that they're wearing the wrong size shoe. And without a doubt, the most common complaint I hear from runners about toenails is that they often get bruised after long runs and marathons. The bruising under the toenail is just a sign of trauma. Now, you can hit the toenail just one time with a hammer or 10,000 times on the inside of your running shoe, and yet the cumulative force can be about the same. Well, the result is a black or blue toenail. That's basically just a bruise or a blood blister up under the toenail itself. And repeatedly beating up your toes in this way leads to several common problems. The first thing is toenail soreness. Now, you may have experienced this yourself where the toenail can become sore because of a blood blister or collection of fluid that's causing pressure underneath the toenail. In some cases when this happens, a doctor has to drain the blood from underneath the nail to relieve all the pressure and then that relieves the pain. The second thing that can happen is you can actually lose the toenail. The toenail can actually fall off because the blood blister is so extensive and so big that it lifts the nail plate right off of the nail bed. Now, this can put you at risk of a variety of different infections, including fungal infections as well as bacterial infections. The third thing is that you can get permanent thickening of the toenail. The toenail itself grows directly out from the root of the toenail or the matrix. And as the root of the nail gets smashed from all that bashing on the inside of your shoe uh, that leads to the bruise under the toenail, the root of the nail or the matrix can also get smashed and deformed and become misshapen. The problem here is that when the root of the nail, again, which doctors call the matrix, when it becomes deformed, the toenail then grows out in the same shape as the smashed thickened toenail matrix. Then the toenail grows out thicker. It may be grayish or it might be yellow in color and it often looks like a fungal toenail but it may not have any fungal infection at all affecting it. It's just thicker. Toenail fungal infections are treatable and curable but the permanent thickening because of repeated trauma to the toenail is permanent ugliness. If you're running in shoes that are the wrong size for you, you can end up inadvertently tapping the toe on the inside of the shoe repeatedly. And although it may not hurt at the time, it can result in the sort of cumulative trauma that can lead to all of the different problems that we just talked about. And what most patients find hard to understand is that the same problem can happen when their running shoes are either too small or too big. Most runners understand that if their shoes are too tight, the toes are going to be compressed inside the shoe. So if they get shoes that are too tight, oftentimes they'll just go up a half a size or a full size when buying their next pair of running shoes. The problem with this strategy is that if the shoes are too big, the foot can actually slide forward when running downhill and still impact the inside of the toe box. And the result is trauma to the toes and funky looking toenails. The second problem I see is improper trimming of toenails. The length of your toenails can have a huge impact on the amount of friction and irritation to the toenails themselves. If your toenails are even a little bit too long, it's much easier for them to gently scrape the inside of the running shoe when you're running uphill or downhill. 
So in general, when runners keep the toenails trimmed short, the toenails are much less likely to hit the inside of the shoes and sustain the kind of trauma that can lead to bruising, soreness, or damage to the toenails. If you think about the amount of friction that occurs when the nails actually hit the inside of the shoe, you can understand that actually smoothing down the edge of the nail can help a lot. It only takes a few minutes and it's worth the effort to file the edges of the nails whenever you cut your toenails. Freshly cut toenails have sharp edges. Those sharp edges are more likely to catch on your shoes and your socks. And again, too much friction can lead to all the trouble that we're talking about. But a word of caution, don't go crazy trying to cut the toenails as short as you can. The goal is to make sure that the toenail is not going to impact the inside of the shoe. But if you trim the nails too short, you can put yourself at risk of ingrown toenails. I get calls from runners all the time who have ingrown toenails that are not only painful, but in some cases can lead to infections that require antibiotics and even minor surgery. So trim those nails with care. The third thing that I see is people not using skin lubricant to protect the toenails on long runs. Whenever a patient calls me after they've done a marathon and they complain of sore toenails, my first recommendation and what I always do is I check their shoes. Now, provided that they've been running in those shoes and haven't had other issues on shorter runs, then it's likely that they could continue using those same shoes and just add a skin lubricant to decrease the friction to the toenails. On a personal note, I can tell you that when I do marathons and Ironman triathlons, if I put body glide on my second toenails, I have no pain and no issues at all after the races. Yet, if I don't put body glide on my second toenails, then I will most often have soreness, bruising, or even lost toenails after those races. I've experimented with this repeatedly since I see patients that are always complain about this, and this is consistently true for me. So, I'm quite certain that I'm using the right shoes. I think that I know what I'm doing when I pick out my running shoes. And I also know that I can run up to 20 miles without developing enough trauma to cause any pain or damage or bruising or anything to my toenails. But when I run longer, I'm at risk. The skin lubricant applied to my second toenails decreases the friction and irritation just enough that I don't get any cumulative trauma that can lead to toenail damage. This is really cheap insurance if you're getting these issues. The fourth thing is I see patients forgetting to dry their shoes, and this can lead to lots of problems. Anytime you run, your feet are going to sweat. Even if you run in a dry climate like California or Arizona, your feet are going to be damp when you get done. The result is that the inside of your shoes are going to be moist or even wet. Moisture in your shoes will create the perfect environment for fungus. The fungus that thrives in the shoes can lead to athlete's foot and toenail fungal infections. To get a toenail fungus infection, you have to have the fungal spores present and they have to have some way to get into the toenails. Trauma is the way that the spores and fungus get into the toenails. So we already talked about how trauma can lead to damage of the toenails. If you have the trauma where the toes tap the inside of the shoe and you happen to have fungus on the inside of the shoes, those little bugs can get in there and start trouble. A toenail fungus is notoriously difficult to treat, but it's relatively easy to prevent it. The best way to prevent toenail fungus is to keep the moisture out of your shoes. All you have to do is leave your running shoes in the sunlight or near a heating or cooling vent in your home after you go running. If you want to be especially thorough, you can even remove the inserts from the shoes and that will help make sure that they dry completely. The next time you go for a run, take off your running shoes and pull the inserts out of your shoes. Then look at the bottom of the insert on the inside of the running shoe and just see how much moisture is accumulated in the footbed. I think you'll be surprised by how damp the shoe is. Well, the very worst thing that you can do 
is run at the gym and then toss your running shoes inside a gym bag, zip it up, and toss it in the trunk of your car or your closet. If your damp post-run running shoes are left enclosed in a gym bag, they'll stay moist and create the perfect opportunity for fungus to thrive. So take time to dry your shoes after you run, and you'll dramatically reduce the risk of fungal infections that can lead to those nasty, thick, yellow fungal toenails. Now, the fifth problem is that lots of runners seem to fail to treat fungus as soon as it starts. Now, toenail fungus is extremely common, and the organism that causes toenail fungus is the same organism that causes athlete's foot. And so you have to treat it whenever it shows up. If you get the athlete's foot and you don't treat it, it just spreads throughout your shoes, and then you're more at risk of hitting the toes on the inside of the shoe and traumatizing the toes with the fungus there in a way that can cause the toenail fungal infections. So again, toenail fungus is extremely common. It is also progressive. Toenail fungus virtually never goes away on its own, and although it doesn't usually get worse very quickly, it will get worse over time. The longer you have the toenail fungus infection, the thicker the nail will become, and that, of course, then makes you even more likely that the nail will continue to impact the inside of the shoe when you run. Over time, this can lead to chronic pain in the toenails, and yes, Fungal toenails are ugly. They are thick, yellow, and they're just plain gross. The main reason that people call me asking to treat their toenail fungus is not because of pain, but because the toenails themselves just look disgusting. People shouldn't let it get to the point that they don't want to go barefoot or wear flip-flops, but this happens. And so don't let it get to the point that you're afraid to show off your toes. Toenail fungus can be embarrassing, but it is treatable. Well, the fact of the matter is that toenail fungus will damage the toenail, and as the toenail fungal filaments bore through the toenail, they separate the layers of keratin, and the nail gets thicker and thicker and thicker, and the damage just continues to spread. Now, granted, it doesn't spread quickly, but it does spread consistently and predictably. So it's not going to get worse overnight, but it is going to continue to get worse and worse and worse over time. It's much easier and much faster to treat toenail fungus right when it begins. If you've had any yellow, white areas of discoloration in the toenail, you should find a toenail expert and make sure that they can treat the fungus as quickly as possible. Don't wait until the entire nail becomes infected. It just takes longer to fix it. Just because you love running doesn't mean that you have to live with discolored, thick toenails. All you have to do is figure out what is causing the damage to your toenails and stop doing it. But you don't have to stop running. You just have to make sure that you're wearing the shoes that are the right size. You have to make sure that you keep your toenails smooth when you cut them and make sure that they're an appropriate length. And then when necessary, use a skin lubricant to decrease the irritation to the toenails. And if you have any suspicion that you might have a fungal infection that's developing in the nails that's causing damage, discoloration, or any thickness to the toenails, you should certainly get it checked out by a podiatrist so that you can start getting back on track to clear healthy toenails right away. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.